What's up, Lashinistas? Welcome to the show. This is the Sassy Lash Podcast, where we talk about the ever-growing eyelash business. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, welcome. This podcast is dedicated to helping you grow as a lash artist and or lash business owner. So whether you work for a company or for yourself, this podcast is for you. Hey guys, this is Mike and Shauna Jones. We're the owners of Sassy Lashes. Our heart is to share with you guys our uphill battle in this lash industry and to show you guys what started out of a tiny bedroom, super broke, has turned into an eight-figure company. We are here to encourage you during your lash journey and to give you guys a raw version of what things are really like. In today's episode... We're going to be talking about overcoming your fear of new clients clients and gaining self-confidence when you first start out. Yes. I'm super excited, guys. I really am. <laughs> I, uh, I love when we do these podcasts. He loves. I do. I do. I do. I do. Because number one, we love the comments. We love you guys telling us, keep doing this. So having said that, please, 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 please keep referring people, telling people, shouting us out, whatever you got to do. This is a movement. We don't charge a fee for this. We want to grow this movement. We want to empower you guys. We want to grow this Lash community the right way. There is nothing worse than seeing a bunch of jealous haters sitting around their room talking smack about other lash artists work and not looking to help each other. Yeah. That's, that's not why we are here. Now, before we jump into it, two quick things. Number one, in the month of July, we are doing uh, two on the road training classes. Yes. So July 8th through the 12th, we are going to be in Austin, Texas. We already got a bunch of signups for it. Uh, please make sure you sign up fairly quick because the spots will sell out for that course. The other one we're going to be doing is Scottsdale, Arizona, and that will actually be July, I think it's like 28th or 29th, something like that through August 2nd. That one will sell out quick. It's kind of going in uh, unison with the opening of our Sassy Scottsdale. Taylor's opening. Yep, Taylor's opening in, in Scottsdale, so we're excited. The other thing is we're running a contest again. We had so many great reviews last time. Awesome. And, and so many, such an overwhelming response. We're giving away a free... Free... Car. Free car. No, no. Not, not quite yet. <laughs> I need a new that, car. That'll be a little more, a few more steps involved. Yeah. We're giving away a free lash class. So yes. if you already know classics and you're super dialed in, you can just come take the mega volume and volume portion. Or yeah. if you don't know or you got really crappy one day training somewhere and feel like you can't even hold your tweezers, we're giving away a free lash course for you guys. All you got to do is go to YouTube, subscribe to our channel, go to the podcast, subscribe. And follow us on IG at, at Sassy Lashes LV. Take a picture of it and send it to giveaways at sassylashbrands.com. Sort of, I feel like I'm saying it so fast. 75, 75, 75, sold. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. So, overcoming your fear of new clients. Take it away, my lovely, beautiful wife. Tell them a little about it. Yes. So, this is a huge topic for me. Um, I'm in all the Facebook groups. You are too. And I um, am. Michelle Jones. I'm Michelle. I put the makeup on the lipstick. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm the creepy Uh, one commenting. But this is something that I went through for years, actually. And if I were to be going back to being a lash artist right now, I'd probably still go through it, um, is kind of overcoming. uh, I used to be really intimidated by my clients. You still are. I still am. I'm just kidding. I, I still am she sometimes. Whoops their, she whoops their butts now. Um, I think a lot of it is maybe you're training, maybe you had like a one day course, maybe you're still in the transition of like practicing and you're getting just free model, like free lashes, you're just doing models. Um, I think that it's really hard to, when you're in that transition of still learning, it's really hard to have a lot of confidence. I mean, I went through it for years and years and years, but um, I would be really intimidated. With me, Mike likes, to, what do you like to say about my personality? 
Uh, she's a little bit of an introvert. Yeah, like a little bit. Like Believe I'm kind of shy. You never know. Like if you watch our podcast or our YouTube channel, like there's no way. There's no way that girl is an introvert. I really but am. sometimes. We'll do these things or we'll do a lash course. And she'll be like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And she'll be like, oh, like she'll go down for three days. Yeah. I don't know why. It's I'm not really shy, but I like to kind of scope things out before I really let my personality out. I don't know. I probably should go to counseling for that. But um, anyway, so um, I wasn't confident because my work sucked for so long. It took me so long to get really good. So when I would do clients, I would literally have to just fit fake it basically yeah and when you're in training with a with a really good instructor yeah you get your beer balls no, oh kidding. for sure you're like oh i'm so good look I'm at the so setting good. Yeah. and the trainer's like jumping in putting in fans and making it look like really good yeah and then when you get off on your when you go off on your own you're like oh my god oh my god this is so scary so i think that with me i kind of just faked it till I made it, I guess. Um, I would just put myself out there because you have to keep in mind, like you're not just lashing someone, it's an experience. So you really have to push yourself to be the educator. You have to educate yourself. Even if you don't know the answer to something that someone's asking you, let them know that you don't know. You know what I mean? Like I used to lie. I used to lie to all my clients. I would just make up shit. You know what I mean? They would ask me a question and I wouldn't know it, but I was so like insecure and intimidated by it. I would just kind of just blow smoke up their ass and just say whatever. But nowadays everybody gets lashes and you don't want to be that person that's Mm. giving incorrect information because they'll just go to another more advanced lash technician that knows what they're doing um so i just think you have to kind of get comfortable in your skin and it definitely comes with practicing 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 so let's talk about that real quick she brought a really good point about practicing so how do you get comfortable in your own skin right how do you so this is probably gonna be a little bit of an off analogy some of you guys will get it some of you guys won't but so one of the things you have to do is doing the things that make you uncomfortable until they become comfortable so what do i mean by that you're lashing, everybody in the beginning, everyone wants to lash friends and family. And that's mm-hmm. cool because it's good practice, but you're not going to get real practice until you start lashing complete strangers. Yeah. So what I would do is advertise for free lashes yeah. in the beginning and on complete strangers. Because like mom's going to be like, oh, you're doing so good, Susie. They, they look, look beautiful. so good. And meanwhile, they're clumped together and crispy and she can't run the mascara one <laughs> yeah. through them. And there's like three spider legs total. And you're yeah. like, you really think so? Mom's like, yes, you're the best. And you're like, thanks, mom. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's the kind of that's the kind of crap you don't need fat. You know what I mean? Like my wife would be like, no, babe, you don't look fat. You look great. And I'm like, oh, really? Meanwhile, my button shoots across the room and hits my daughter in the head because I can't button my pants. I'm like, Ugh. So here's the thing. You lash complete strangers, mm-hmm. right? And when it's and a complete stranger you've never met, it's like nerve wracking. It's like, so nerve wracking. Biting all your nails off, big pile of sawdust on the table. <laughs> and you're just like, and you're like sweating, you get swamp ass, you're yeah. sticking to the chair. That's what I used to do all the time. Tweezers are clacking and clacking around, yeah. trying to isolate in place. So you're going to have to learn to start actually isolating and placing on a complete stranger and then learning how to make conversation. At the same time. Yeah, with that stranger to get the rigid, like, you know, and I can always tell, like, I got a haircut yesterday. Um, I missed my actual appointment, so I had to go to somebody else. Sorry, Michelle. Sorry, Michelle, if you're listening. Uh, and this girl was, she wasn't good. And she what was even worse that she wasn't good was the fact that she didn't even know how to make conversation. She was like, do you like Vegas? And I'm like, yeah, I like I like Vegas. I live here. It, it's hot. Well, yes, and the sky's blue. Like, what else? What other obvious things? So work on your conversation, learning how to be a little more comfortable. Um, what I used to do, I would do these jujitsu tournaments. Uh, oh, God. And, and the reason I would do jiu-jitsu tournaments, obviously, is to get promoted. But more importantly, is to get better at jiu-jitsu, right? Uh-huh. So how do you get better at jiu-jitsu? Your same training partner you train with every day is not going to, like, 
always necessarily make you better. So you have to go and do these tournaments against complete strangers. So I'll never forget, I would go to these tournaments and like the week of, I would get so nervous for these tournaments. I would actually go on like social media and start Googling like, what does this guy know? Is he a college wrestler? Yeah. Does he know judo? It like, was sick. I would start like f- trying to find out like who these people were and I would psych myself beforehand. Yeah, it and was then awful. I, and then we would like go to like California or something for a tournament and I couldn't even be able to sleep the night before because I'd be so psyched out about doing this tournament. He would like forget his name. Like he was awful. Yeah, it, it was the worst. It was the worst. He was so nervous. And the thing is, is like, I remember I, I, the first time I did one, I had an adrenaline dump. I went up to shake the guy's hand and I remember like, trying to lift my arm up and it was like, I went to shake his hand. It was like, oh, my arm weighs 150 pounds. <laughs> and my grip felt like my daughter's like grip strength trying to shake his hand. He was like, wow, what a wuss, you know? <laughs> and so I remember just being like, because I had that adrenaline dump, all those nerves. And I remember talking to my coach. I'm like, that was a horrible performance. He's like, you could have done better. Yeah. And I said, how do you overcome that? And he said, you can do more jujitsu tournaments. And I was yeah. like, gulp more of this? So the point I'm trying to make, I don't want to make it about all guy stuff and jujitsu, but the point I'm trying to make for you guys is if you do this repetitively and start doing more uncomfortable situations, you'll start to develop that confidence in yeah. your own skin. And you'll adapt to those situations too. What, with me, how I got my clients was obviously, if you were listening to other podcasts, is like Instagram, I'd go on and I would do a lot of cocktail waitresses. And like, yeah, I'm a pretty confident girl, but um, I would have these like beautiful girls come. Like they'd be coming into my house, like my dog's barking, like it was crazy. And like, I would be doing their lashes and I would already be intimidated as like a female standpoint, I'd be like, oh my God, she's perfect, oh my God. And But you have to keep in mind, like they're coming to you for a service, you know what I mean? So um, I would just like charm them with my personality. Even if I was like kind of shy at first, I would just like make a conversation, ask them questions about themselves because everybody loves to talk about themselves. And you kind of just, eventually you adapt. But I will say that as a lash artist or anything that you do in life, you're gonna come across situations where you're like, I'll give you one example. We were at, um, I got a text message from one of my lash artists at Fort Apache and she said she was doing lashes on someone who had lice. Mm. You know what I mean? There's gonna be so many crazy situations that you're gonna come across where it's gonna put you back into that uncomfortable zone and you're just gonna have to eventually adapt. So I think part of it is obviously practice, 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 but there's something like internally with like your characteristics, like you're gonna have to perform and adapt to different situations and you're just gonna have to woman up and do it. Yeah, or man up. Or man up, red. We do do have a man lash artist working for us. Yes. Um, Also, I will say this, when you guys are first starting out, be grateful for these learning experiences when, yeah. you, when when it's uncomfortable because those are there, those uncomfortable experiences are there to forge you, right? They're there to turn you into, to give you thick skin, to turn you into a better lash artist. So don't be afraid. Like if someone's like, hey, you know, and they give you some like negative feedback, don't take that negative feedback as like, a, oh, I'm quitting, I'm giving up. Yeah. Like take it and go, okay, how can I get better? What did they just say? Was it about my isolation? Was it about the links? Did I was I too heavy on my hands when I was turning their head back and forth? Yeah. Whatever criticism they give you, take it and use that as fuel to make yourself better. Don't take it as a put down. In today's society, people get so uh, they get so offended by everything. Everybody's yeah. so offended. It offended me. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't be offended that easy. Yeah. Like this is going to be something that's going to either you're either going to be a lash artist or you're not. There's yeah. no like in between. Mm-hmm. So you can't be afraid to like step outside of your comfort zone and get a little better and and take that criticism and figure out how you can improve on it. Yeah, and don't make like one, like you were saying, like don't give up. Like I had a situation I still remember to this day. I got this girl, she had tons of followers on social media and I was doing her lashes and I was I was done and I got her 
one eye like completely stuck and I was like sweating and I didn't know how to unstick her because I was still kind of like you know perfecting the art and it was horrible I was just like it took me forever to unstick her bottom lashes and I I literally think that I cried after she left I was so frustrated with myself and she knew exactly what Mm. was going on (laughs) I was like literally sweating trying to make it seem like it's not a big deal and in in the meantime like she couldn't even open her eye it was horrible and I wanted to give up because I was like shit she's gonna go on she's gonna tell all of her co-workers at the pool party and my reputation that i've been trying to build is gonna be ruined and i was like so embarrassed i was so disappointed in myself so you really just have to kind of barge barge your way through it and just keep going learn you know what i mean like i remember i went on youtube and i'm like okay how do you unstick lashes and you just got to do that get a quick bonus note for you guys too so it's funny because she was talking about the girl had a lot of followers uh, when you first start in your lash career, you're going to have a lot of girls hit you up and say, hey, I'm Miss, you know, whatever, Miss Nevada, Team Miss USA. Team USA, want to do a collab. You do my lashes for free and I'll shout you out. Mm-hmm. And so in the beginning, we were like, oh, that, that makes sense. We should collab. She has like with, a million followers. She has a million followers. We should, you know, hit some of these influencers up and we'll get lots of clients. And this is going to be a win. I'll yeah. show everybody. I've got cracked the code. Woo. <laughs> right? And then all of a sudden what happened was we had this girl. She had a million followers. Yeah. Most of her pictures were her half naked, of course. Yeah. So we had her come in and get a free set. She shot us out, and what happened? It was like thirsty dudes. Thirsty dudes started following every one of our <laughs> sassy lash artists. Yeah. We had to hire like private security to keep to walk the girls yeah. to the car. So I think collabing is great. I think just depending on who it is. So definitely like search it out and see kind of what they're all about. Because if they're in that type of industry, which is totally fine, that's most of our clientele, like we don't judge. But just think of who their followers are because they're shouting you out and just think whoever their followers, are they going to... Yeah. What are they famous for? Are they famous for TNA? Are they famous for yeah something they're doing like in the community that's got like real legit followers? Yeah. Uh, we're going to end on one quick note here. Yeah. We always like to tell... We just started implementing this, but we like to tell a quick, humble story. Yeah, I think it's super important. Um, and I think that everybody listening should do it too when you're laying in bed in the morning and you're like, oh, I don't want to go to work or I'm unmotivated or I've been doing the same thing for months and months and nothing's changing or I'm broke or I hate my job or I'm, you know, I need to be a great lash artist and this sucks. I think that we should think back about uh, like on a time where you weren't as fortunate or you're kind of going through like a rough time. So it's your turn. Oh, okay, I great. did the last one. Perfect. So I remember a time when I first moved out to Vegas, I was in mortgage business slash real estate and the economy tanked and I was so broke. My power was cut off. I had to call my mom and see if she could put it on a credit card. And we had gotten to a car accident and we were sharing a car with my roommate and I at the time and we didn't have the money to pay to get the car fixed because it was our fault. So I had to take a bus everywhere I went in Vegas. So I would literally take a bus down to Smith's, get groceries, and sometimes I would get those like, you know, the mac and cheese and hot dogs and like the cheap stuff, the loaf oh, of bread. Yeah. I remember one time I overspent at Smith's that day because I really was hungry as being a fat ass <laughs> and, uh, and I didn't have money for the bus fare back. So I had to literally walk like a mile and a half from Smith's back to my house carrying those plastic grocery bags and one of them ripped <laughs> and the eggs broke. And I'll never forget, like, the stuff went all over the curb. I was just so frustrated thinking, man, there's got to be better times ahead. And I know, like, some of you guys are in that spot. Some of you aren't. Whatever the case may be, I just want you to know everybody starts in the same spot. And if you're starting this new last journey and you're really excited about it, please, I promise you guys, take it from us. Like, we were flat broke when we started this. So broke. There are better days ahead. If you follow the stuff we're telling you guys in this podcast or these YouTube tutorials we do for you guys, I promise you will eventually start to develop not only the confidence, but you will start to develop the tools you need to be a successful lash artist 
And at some point in time, the money will start to catch up. Mm -hmm. And you'll look back in these humble stories and realize they were there just to kind of help forge you into the person you are today. Yeah. And even when you're like successful or you're making money, you should always think back of those times. Yes. I think it's important you do that. Everybody needs these little slice of humble pie once for in a while. For sure. All right. Well, that's all we got for you guys today. As always, thank you guys for tuning in. Please make sure if you haven't done so yet, make sure you hit the subscribe button below. That way you can get all the latest updates. Also, we don't charge a fee for this and so make sure you refer somebody. Yeah. And that's all we got for you guys. We'll see you next time. Thank, thank you. you.